A blessed Sunday, everyone. Welcome to our Ictus Dumaguete online worship service. Now, as we continue to worship our living God, let us now come into the point where we will be hearing God's word. And before we will do that, let us open this with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for giving us this opportunity and privilege that where we can come together in hearing your word, in worshiping your name, in glorifying your name, in bringing back all the glory, praises, thanksgiving, and adoration in your name, Jesus. So Father, as we come into God's word now, help us to open our hearts so that the word of God will penetrate and this will become um, a thing that we can continue to focus on and we can apply in our daily lives. Lord, it is our desire that we will become more like Jesus day by day. So have your way now, Holy Spirit. We acknowledge that you are our greatest teacher. Thank you so much for this privilege again, Abba Father, and we may continue to seek you deeper and deeper so that we can build that more faith and foundation in your word and in our relationship with you. Have your way now. This is all we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved, this morning and in the next Sundays to come in the month of January, we will be discovering more about vision. I believe that every time we have this new year, we always have that longing, excitement, and hope that the Lord will reveal and ful fulfill His plans for our lives. That is why it's just so very important that our hearts as well will be ready as we wait for God to really give us His vision for our lives. That is why in this first Sunday, we will be talking about discovering God's vision. And in the next Sunday, we'll be talking about how to respond to God's vision. And in the next next Sunday, we'll be talking about how to really, you know, continue to keep moving forward as we continue to fulfill God's vision for our life. And in the last Sunday of January, we'll be talking about how to bring back all the glory, all the praises and honor as we experience the fulfillment of His vision for us. So beloved, today, let's dig in into the very first part of this series about vision, discovering God's vision. And through this message, we will be answering the question, how to discover my God-given vision? Now, let's always remember that in this world that we're living, there are always this kind of three kinds of vision that you might take and follow in your path of life. You might have, people might see a good vision for your life. Maybe they see your potential, they see your capacity and abilities, and they might have good visions for you. Or maybe you yourself, you might have a, a personal vision for your life according to what you have, according to what you are passionate about, according to what and where and what's your situation and where you are in right now. But beloved, remember this, the third kind of vision that we can receive as we continue to live in this life and in this world is what we call the Creator's, the creator's vision for all of us. And it is the, that the God-given vision. Beloved, if you will look at the Bible, there are some things that we can understand and you know check out. And there are actually some examples in the Old and the New Testament about vision. You know, the Bible tells us about vision. In the Old Testament, few people received visions. This gift was generally manifested by a small handful of prophets. If we look at the vision of Daniel and Ezekiel, for example, their visions referred to the health and the future of the nation. Other people had vision as well, such as Jacob and his ladder in Genesis 28 verse 12, or the Apostle Peter in the New Testament and, and his table in Acts chapter 10 verses 9 to 16. In these cases, visions were personal message from God to change their attitudes and bring them closer to the heart of God. Beloved, here's the note. If you are seeking for God's vision for your life, if you want to discover God's vision for your life, remember this, God wants you to prepare also yourself. Because every time He give you the vision, He give you that revelation. Maybe right now, as we enter 2021, you have a lot of questions about the direction of your life. Maybe right now, you are waiting patiently upon the Lord. Lord, what's going to be your, your vision for me, your will for me, especially right now. I have so many options in life. Will I take option one, option two, option three? 
Beloved, if you are in the waiting mode, if you are in a confused mode right now because there are just too much options, there are too much ways right now, God is telling you, if you want to really discover His vision for your life, you need to prepare your heart because it talks about that every time God will give vision to His people, this is for the purpose of changing their attitudes and then this will bring them closer to the heart of God. Meaning, there's a heart change and that heart change will lead you in getting closer and closer to the heart of our Abba Father. So, I hope and pray that that clarifies and that gives you the foundation as well what to prepare inside out our attitude and our intimacy in the Lord. Beloved, today, we, as we answer this question, how to discover my God-given vision, let me share to you three important foundations from the Word of God that I also experience as well as a pastor, as I take the lead of the church, as a, as a husband, as a child to my parents and being part of my family, and even according to God's wonderful purposes and plan for my personal life. Beloved, how to discover my God-given vision? Let me share to you today three important practical tips according to the Word of God and His commandment for all of us so that we can really clearly receive His fresh vision for all of us. So, let's begin. How to discover my God-given vision? Number one, beloved, is this. I will build my foundation in my God-given purposes. Now, can you please comment below purposes? Okay? I will build my foundation in my God-given purposes. Now, you might have that question right now. What must come first? Is it the vision or is it the purpose? Now, let me just give you some differentiation between purpose and vision. So, let me just read this for you. Vision builds on purpose, but there are differences between the two. Purpose, okay, purpose clarifies vision motivates. Purpose is the reason you live. Vision is the song your heart sings. Purpose gives meaning. Vision prompts action. Purpose uses your own words to capture God's common purposes for all disciples. Vision is specific and unique to you. Purpose anchors you. Okay? And visions evokes awe and release imagination. And then, your motivating vision is a picture of God's preferred future. Pictures have power because of the way they focus us. The picture needs to be clear, and it must capture what God wants to create through you and be focused on the outcome rather than the process. Beloved, today, we are being reminded What's the difference between purpose and vision? That is why it's very important that if you really want to seek God's will, seek God's vision for your life, the very number one foundation is this. I will build my foundation in my God-given purposes. Purpose comes in first and the vision is being laid down. It means the foundation of vision is God's purposes in our life. Now, you might be wondering and asking, what are God's purposes for my life? What are the things that the Lord is actually giving us so that we can live on? Beloved, in the Bible and even in the church, that's why we call our church Purpose-Driven Church because it is our desire that as a body of Christ, we will live for His purposes. And I want to share to you, like for example, for all the members, for all the uh, the followers of Jesus who are committing in the in Ictus Dumaguete, who knows we are a purpose-driven church, this might be uh, a, like a review of what we are and who we are and where we are heading. So for all of you who are watching right now and you are really wondering, what's going to be my purpose in life? Is it more to get rich? Is it to finish my degree? Is it more to have a house, to have a family, to have kids? What is that God's built-in purposes that we need to live out so that we can really experience the true satisfaction and meaning of life? So let me share to you just a little review. Where do we find the major basic purposes that God 
has designed for His children, for you and me. Beloved, it's always being said in the Great Commandment and the Great Commission. You know, the Great Commandment can be seen in and can be found in Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 to 39. And the Great Commission can be found in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. So let me just give you this um, verses. Let me just read it for you. And let me discuss to you what are those things that we need to discover and apply in our life. So it says in Matthew 22, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Beloved, also the Great Commission, it says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So, beloved, if you will look at and observe these verses, I've already highlighted there, there's a clue. What are the five major God-given purposes that we need to live out in our life so that we can experience satisfaction and fulfillment in life? You know, remember this, beloved. If you will not live out God-given purposes in your life, you will always try to fill in something in your life you might want to build your own kind of purpose you will you might try to follow other other people's purposes in their life expecting that it will give you fulfillment it will give you meaning but remember this beloved anything that the world is offering us any purposes that the world other people and even yourself that will be offered to you that is not from the lord it will never satisfy you. It will never give you satisfaction. It will never give you fulfillment. And most of all, it will never give you meaning of life. Why? Because it is in the Lord, the Creator, our Creator, our Heavenly Father. Because He is the one who creates us, it means He is the one who will give us that built-in purposes to live by so that we can maximize our life, so that we can continue to be productive, so that we can continue to find meaning and satisfaction and fulfillment in our life. That's why, beloved, the most important thing, if you want to discover God's vision for your life, you need to first build your foundation in, God, in God's given purposes for you. So through these verses, we can find five major God-given purposes that God wants you and I to live out this 2021. First, love the Lord your God. It means worship. You know, there are two kinds of worship. It means the personal. It means between you and the Lord. The time you pray, the time you read the Bible, you have your devotion, your solitude, your prayer and fasting, and those things are called personal worship. And in the other side is the corporate worship. It means that when you are coming together as a D group, when you worship the Lord together, or maybe in the church, like every Sunday, there's going to be kind of worship that God wants us to live out, the personal and the corporate. Right now in Ictus Dumaguete, we have online and we have on-site kind of worship gatherings. That's for the corporate worship. But my prayer for you, build deep in your personal worship because it's very, very important in building up intimacy with our Heavenly Father. Another one, beloved, is this. When, when, the Lord, when Jesus said, Love the Lord your God, that's worship with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, this is the first and greatest commandment. So first, worship. And the second is like it, love your neighbor. And we call it ministry. In other words, serving other people. And it says, love your neighbor. It means serve your neighbor as you serve yourself. Love your neighbor, ministry. Serve them as you love yourself. That's the second purpose that God has given us. And beloved, it continues from the great commandment to the great commission. In Matthew 28, it says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. The command is to go. What does it mean? It means preaching the gospel, sharing the message of hope, sharing the message of salvation, sharing the message of love, the unconditional love of God. When Jesus said, paid it all, He wants us to become 
word bearers, gospel bearer, especially for those people who really didn't know him. That's what we call evangelism. I, I, I believe that all of us always experience the beauty and, of course, the security in the salvation that we have in Christ Jesus. But I don't know about you if you still have a lot of family and friends who don't know Jesus. God is telling us, share the gospel. Share the love of Jesus. Let them accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. For it says in John 1.12, Whoever receive, whoever believe, he will become a child of God. And it is Jesus who will give them authority and identity that they will become children of God. It means without Jesus... No matter how you pray, no matter how you worship, no matter how you recognize the God Father, it will never be heard. No matter how strong is the good works that you have, without Jesus, nothing happens. That's why it says, whoever receive, whoever believe in the Son of God, He will give them the right. He will give them the identity. He will give them the authority to become children of God. So, beloved, we need to really share the gospel to our family and friends. I hope that all of us will commit to that, beloved. And then it says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now, what does it mean? Why I put fellowship here? Baptism is not about religion. Baptism is a symbol of incorporation. It means that we belong to this family. It means that we have fellowship towards one another because we are under in the same name, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And that's why that every time I even do a ceremony of water baptism, I will always remind it's not because of ictus dumagete, it's not because of the name ictus or it's because of the name of the pastor or anyone else. You are being baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's how and that's the way we remind all the candidates of water baptism if they will decide, I want to follow Jesus. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. It's about the Father. It's about the Holy Spirit. And it's about incorporating them. It seems like a ceremony where you can really say, yes, I am part of the body of Christ. Yes, I am part of this family that God is leading me and God is giving me. That's the power of that declaration of this act of baptism. That's why it says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then, the last part, it says, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. It's, it, it is a call of discipleship. Beloved, again, this is not a pick, pick, and match kind of purposes. This is built in inside of us. Maybe right now you say, really? Is this really built in in me? I never experienced all this. Probably worship because I go to church every Sunday. And probably probably a little of ministry because I help some poor people or probably I serve in the church. But, you know, all those things, I don't want that. Or maybe I don't really experience that in my whole life. Beloved, remember this. Again, this is our built-in. Because it comes from our Creator and the Creator created you and give you that purposes. And if you abide and if you follow these purposes, He will surely give you satisfaction and fulfillment in your life. And now, what's in the other hand? If you will not. Okay, here's the thing. If you will choose not to follow God's given purposes, what will happen to our life? The world will offer us a lot of temporary kind of purposes that at the end, we will still feel empty, we'll still feel nothing, we'll still feel not satisfied, we will still feel we, we cannot find meaning upon what we're doing. Yes, for a moment, it's good, it's thrill, it's something exciting, but at the end, we'll still go back to nothing. Beloved, my prayer for you this 2021, be wise this 2021. Amen? Be wise enough to choose the purposes that our Creator has given us other than what we see, what we experience, what we hear, what we touch in this world because those things are temporary. Amen? So can you please comment below, I will choose to follow God's purposes in my life. Can we do that? I will choose to follow God's purposes in my life. 
So beloved, my prayer for all of us is we are being built in. You can actually review this. Keep meditating upon this. We call this the two greats in the Bible. The great commandment and the great commission. And I hope that you will take time to understand worship, ministry, evangelism, fellowship, and discipleship. And evaluate yourself. Kumusta ka? How are you last 2020? As we face the challenges, as we face those pandemic and crisis, how are you in living? If you feel like that you are weakened, you are discouraged, you got depressed, you have so much stress, the real question is this. Are you thriving or are you just surviving? Are you really, as a Christian, are you really fulfilling the five purposes that God has given you? Or you have a lot of reasons that you cannot do it because of the pandemic? You know what? We missed the point at the last part of Matthew 8.28. What does it says? And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Beloved, the people that the Lord holds so much, again, we are all being held in the hands of God. We're all captivated by His love. But remember this, those people who are being empowered by the Holy Spirit to really face with positivity, courage, and strength in all the challenges during 2020 are the people who continue to live out the five purposes that God has given us. Yes, God is graceful. In the midst of our unfaithfulness, He still remains faithful. He always loves us. But there is such thing as anointing and empowerment for those people who continue to not be shaken and continue to be founded in their God-given purposes even the life circumstances are going up or down. Beloved, if we learn the lesson that we are just being driven and drifted by all the fear, all the anxiousness, all the stresses in the last 2020, my prayer for you this 2021 is you will rise up. You will rise up and declare and move and be built up in God's purposes for your life. Amen? Beloved, do you want to be stronger this 2021? Build your foundation in God's given purposes for you. Amen? Now, let's go to the second foundation in how to discover my God-given purposes. Number two is this. I will grow deeper in God's Word. Can you please type that below in our comment section? I will grow deeper in God's Word. We all know that the Word of God is very important. Amen? But here, there are two important verses that I would like to expand in terms of why it is important to really grow deeper and deeper in God's Word. Especially if you are in the season where you want to discover God's will for your life. Proverbs 2.6, beloved, says, For the Lord gives what? Wisdom from His mouth. Please comment this below. Mouth. Okay? From His mouth, from God's mouth, come knowledge and understanding. Beloved, one of the most challenging things, probably in terms of discovering God's will, is perceiving it and discerning it. Many people will always say, I cannot discern, I cannot perceive God's will. Is it really God's will or not? But beloved, this is the good news. God is reminding us, for the Lord gives wisdom. Okay? He is generous in wisdom. He will always give it 24-7 if we need it. But He said this, From His mouth come knowledge and understanding. So many people will say, Okay, if I will pray today that I need God's wisdom, will He literally give it to me like a whisper in my ear that will say, Just follow this. Step 1, step 2, step 3. Is that the way God will give it to us? Beloved, no. It says in Proverbs 2, chapter 6, the Lord gives wisdom generously. That's the fact. From His mouth. Now notice, from His mouth. What does it mean for us, from His mouth? The bottom line is this. He will give wisdom generously. Just like how generously and how freely we can open the Bible. We can open the scripture. That's how God will give us and show His wisdom to all of us. It says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From His mouth comes what? Knowledge. From His mouth, two things, beloved. Knowledge and understanding. It means how to do it and what to do. It will always go out from His mouth, from His word. And that's His wisdom for you and me. 
Beloved, do you really need God's wisdom right now in your season? Do you need God's wisdom the way you plan your 2021? The, the way you respond to the challenges in your business? The way you respond to the hardship in your family, in your conflict, in your relationship, in your finances, in your sickness? Do you need God's wisdom? Lord, what's your purpose for me? What's your vision for my life at this season that I have right now? Or probably you are rising right now. You're so excited. Lord, what's going to be your vision for me this 2021? I'm ready. Beloved, take note. The second foundation, if you want to discover God's purpose, is not only building up yourself in the five purposes that God has given you, but also grow deeper in God's Word. Why? Because from His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Beloved, again, remember this. The Lord is generous in His wisdom. The Lord is generous to give you His knowledge and understanding. But there's a commitment. Build deep in His Word. Trust His Word. Meditate your Word. If, if, you, if you just look at uh, the book of Psalms, there are many times David described, or the psalmist described, they meditate God's Word day and night. And even in the, you know, the major characters in the Bible, the Old Testament, for example, Joshua, a young leader that will lead the nation to the promised land. You don't know what to do, but the instruction is the same. Meditate the Word of God day and night, and it will guide you, and it will let your feet be successful in wherever your feet will step on, and you will find victory. Beloved, in our life this 2021, if we want the true sense of God's perfect plan, will, and revelation for our life, for your family, and even for the church, God is reminding us, build deep, grow deep in God's Word. That's the first reason why we need to, to really grow deep in the Word of God as we discover His vision for you and me. Now, the second one, beloved, is this, John 6, 63. The Word of God says, The Spirit is the one who gives life, and the flesh doesn't help at all. Who gives life is the Spirit. Now, observe the next phrase. The words... I have spoken, again, Jesus said, the words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Wow, what a beautiful revelation for all of us. What does it mean for us, beloved? It means that when we receive God's word, when we soak ourselves in the word of God, when we grow and build deep, when we continue to take the joy in journaling, in making devotion, in reading the scripture, in praying the scripture, in worshiping God through scripture, and in whatever means, if we continue to build deep and grow deep in our discipline in the word of God, the Holy Spirit, it says here, the Spirit is the one who gives life. And the flesh cannot help it. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Beloved, the Lord will not just give you what you need to do. He will not just give you that knowledge and understanding and wisdom that you need. But actually, when you soak yourself in the Word of God, He will fill you with power, with strength, with courage to face the vision that God has given for you. Is that exciting, beloved? My prayer for you this 2021 is you will be filled with anointing, favor, strength by soaking yourself in the Word of God. Don't just, you know, watching and live streaming, worship services, discipleship, and even Bible teachings from YouTube, from Google. It's always ready 24-7. But let me just encourage you. Do not depend upon these things. Do not depend upon great preachers, great Bible teachers. Do not just even depend upon this message today. I hope that this message will just give you that direction. Go back to the real word. Go back to the scripture. Meditate it day and night. That's going to be the reminder. I pray that everything that surrounds you from audio, by, from audio pre preaching or audio sermon, from video sermon, from live streaming, I hope that all these things, we will never be dependent. But in all these things, we will become, these things will just become uh, like a supplement in our spiritual life. But I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you that starting this new year, don't depend on anything else but in the fresh word of our living God. Why? It says, it will not be in the live stream. It will not be in the devotional books. It will not be in the Christian books. It says here, the words I have spoken to you, 
our spirit and life. It doesn't say there, the words from the sermon, the words from the devotional, the words from the Bible, uh, the Christian books. It says here, the pure words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Beloved, I hope that in this second point, we now realize how important to soak ourselves in the Word of God. My prayer that you can have that personal uh, personal goal this year, that you can read through the Bible. You might not finish it in one year, but probably you can finish just at least 10 books. It's going to be great. It's going to be okay. Hinay, hinay lang. And start to just have devotion upon it. Continue to write. Continue to have devotion and journal what you learn and your prayers to the Lord and everything that God has um, ex um, moved and revealed to you. Just make it happen, beloved. Just commit to it. And for sure, you will experience the difference between just watching sermons, worshiping, and Bible study. Those are really, really good in terms of foundational as well. But nothing can compare to the truest sense of the Word of God. Beloved, my prayer for you this 2021, let's grow deeper in God's Word. Amen? Here in Ictus, we always have this kickoff every year. It's going to be our third year this year that we'll be having that what we call Bible Marathon. So stay tuned with that because during the Bible Marathon, it's going to be like a 24-7 uncut reading of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. It's going to be like four, three and a half to four days of reading the Bible. And we praise God, last January, we successfully did that no? Sa, at, in, in, our, in our center. And this year, in the last week of January, we will be doing that again. What's the purpose of that? To give us that awareness and it's going to be a campaign together with, uh, with our uh, Philippine Bible Society uh, organization that helped us to, to have that encouragement that all people as believers, as Christians, we need to make an emphasis that the Bible is very important in our daily life. It's important in our family and it's important in our nation. Beloved, Let's go now to the third and last point. How to discover God's, God's given vision in our life. Okay, So the third one is this. I will wait for His affirmation. Can you please comment this below? Affirmations. Every time we ask for God's vision, it requires the heart of waiting. I myself experienced that many, many times. Many, many times and even up to now you know what beloved when you talk about waiting even in the church way way back i just waited to make disciples and the lord gave it last 2011 and after that after a, a short series of bible study lesson and discipleship lesson we waited for the lord lord the team that i have with lizelle roderick ati lives jonah and myself we just waited upon the lord lord what's gonna be next what's gonna be next after this um, Bible study or D group that we have, the discipleship group. And we waited upon the Lord. 2012, He showed us. Go to Bethel Guest House. Start a D group there. And then, the next is history. We started uh, the, the worship service. We started to make disciples. And then after that, in short, God gave us a beautiful center in Ictus Dumaguete Movement Center. And then we waited upon the Lord. God gave us a vision that We'll be expanding. We just don't know how. And then suddenly, 2018, God gave us the vision to start in Robinson's Movie World. But it's it's two years before that. It's 2016 that God prompts us. It's time to go. It's time to be ready. It's time to expand. And then we take the call. And 2019, God gave us the vision to start Ictus North. So Ictus Movie World in Robinson's is our Ictus South. And then 2019, we launched Ictus North in um, City Mall Cinema. And then 2020, before COVID, we launched our Ictus West in our community, in our adopted community in Habitat 1, Balugo. And after that, COVID happens. And after that, God says to me, wait patiently because there is something that I'm going to show you for the church and even for you as the leader. So I really waited, waited and waited. Even the time that's in the ministry side, even in my personal life, yes, Many things, there are many, many ways and many, many instances where God is telling, just wait for it. And right now, for me and Jonah, I know you know this, our long prayer request that soon we will have a baby. That's going to be 
the most awaited part probably for all people, for all our family and friends are praying for us. But you know what? That's waiting. We need to wait for His vision, for His affirmation, for the answer of our prayer. But the, the, there must be something that must be done as we wait. Even to, today, beloved, this month of January, there will be one time that I will be gathering together online all the people who are worshiping with us, being part of the D group, member, official member of the church, because I will be sharing the vision that God has given us. You know, during the time August, June, July, August, I've been asking the Lord during GCQ time, Lord, what's going to be the purpose right now? What's going to be the vision that you have right now for the church? And the Lord is really silent. And during that time, I was waiting in silence. Oh, and I said, Lord, okay, if you will not let me see it for now, it's going to be okay. I will wait for your affirmation. And then suddenly, I prayed, Oh Lord, it's already the last quarter of the year. It's September. And then still, the Lord is silent. And then it's October. And then still, it's silent. And then comes November. So November, there's a little light of um, thing that revelation or vision that God has given me for the church and for the direction of the church. But it's not yet that sure. And then suddenly, I'm so, I'm so a little bit anxious that, Lord, can you please give it now? Because, you know, it's going to be December, and December will be so fast, and, you know, we will start 2021. But the Lord is still silent. And then the moment that I relax, the moment that I wait upon Him, the more that I seek Him, He changed my heart. And the more that I long for Him, He make me even getting closer and closer to the heart of Abba. And you know what happened? Just last December, December 30, you know what happened, beloved? The affirmation of his vision for the church was already clear. You know what happened is we, we go, uh, Jonah and I have a, a New Year's break, and we go to a certain place, and what happened is the number of the room that we are checking in is actually the number that I'm waiting that the Lord will reveal to me. It's 301. And you might be asking, why, Pastor, why it's 301? Because the vision that God has given for His church, and I'll be doing the details of this in our ICTO Summit in here in Dumaguete. Vision 301 is 30 and 1%. It means that the Lord is giving us this prompting in our heart. Last November, it's a little light, but I cannot really clearly see it. But just two days before the year end, God showed it clearly. The vision. What is 30 and 1? 30 is, represents 2030. It means in the next 10 years, the church will focus in discipleship, in making disciples who make disciples in Dumaguete City. What's going to be the target in the next 10 years? We will just disciple 1% of Dumaguete City. Dumaguete City right now is around 140 to 150,000 people. It means 1% of it is just like 1,004 to 1,500 people. And the Lord is telling the church in Dumaguete, for those who really committed, must commit to this vision. Not only to follow-follow and join-join activities, programs, Sunday service, but those people who really are committed, who really believe that it is the, the Lord's vision for the church, we will only have one agenda. And our agenda is to make disciples for Jesus. That is why the, the, the vision in the next 10 years that God has given us, because we already closed the, last, the first 10 years, which is from 2011 to 2020. It's, it was a wonderful establishing season of the church, from being five-member team kind of D group to a 200-plus worshipers every Sunday. And COVID came to give us that clarity. What really matters most is not program, but what really matters most is all of us in Ictus Dumaguete will follow and make followers of Jesus Christ. And then he gave us this vision, Vision 301. In the, by the end of 2030, Ictus Dumaguete is committed and making disciples 1% of Dumaguete City and beyond. Beloved, if you are blessed by the ministry, this is now my personal call and challenge for you. I don't want you to just attend our worship service every Sunday. I don't want you to just come and join the programs that we have. What God is 
telling us right now if you really believe that you are part of this church. Please comment below. I am committed to make disciples. If you are really part of this church, can you please comment below? I committed to follow and make followers of Jesus. I make disciples. You might don't know where to start, but if you are part of this church, my challenge for you, I don't want to bring anyone's agenda. I don't want to bring my own agenda. I just want to follow God's agenda. I just want to follow God's vision. And starting this year, we will continue to strengthen it. We are already making disciples, but God is telling us, refine everything, refine everything to follow and make followers of Jesus. Beloved, that is the vision of the church. And I'm just so blessed that two days before the year end, the Lord is clearing up for me as the leader of the church. And with the support and blessing of the leaders, the ministry team, the ministry heads, the D-group leaders, and the D-group members, and the congregation. So, if you're watching right now, you're not part of this church. If you want to be part of this church, we would like to invite you. Comment below. I want to belong to this church. I want to make disciples. Even though you're not from Dumaguete, we will help you. We will train you how to make disciples. All we need to do, beloved, is this is one of the greatest golden lessons I've ever learned in 2020, especially in the last two days of 2020. When Jesus revealed to me, 3301, I will wait for his affirmation. Again, James 1.5 says, If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. We need to ask God who gives generously. Again, it's generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. And in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, As we move forward, beloved, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding, the way you look at it, the way you feel it, the way you hear, hear the rumors around us. No, no, no. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. Beloved, you might feel that all the roads that you're taking in your life right now, the roads in your career is really, you know, shriveling and shaking and it's going up and down. You know, the road that you've been um, taking in your family and relationship are not really that good, you know, in your health and in any areas. Beloved, remember this. God is telling, don't ever try to solve those problems. Don't ever try to do it in your own strength, capacity, and capabilities. God is just simply telling us, trust me. Amen? Trust God. Trust in the Lord. Not only a certain part, but trust in the Lord with all your heart. And what will happen? In all your ways, just acknowledge Him. He will make straight your path. No matter how crooked it is right now, by His power, by His authority, He is the one who is creating everything, every situation. No matter how impossible it is for you right now, your current situation, but if you trust in the Lord with all your heart, what will happen? He will make your path straight. He will let you see the beauty of His vision for your life this 2020 and beyond. He will let you see and experience the true satisfaction and fulfillment of life. The true successes that He wants for you. Not just the material and the worldly kind and the temporal things that you are longing, but the eternal things that He want to put in your heart. Beloved, as we end today, how to discover my God-given vision? Can we read this together? Read aloud with me. Let's declare it. Ready? Begin. I will build my foundation in my God-given purposes. Number two, I will grow deeper in God's word. Number three, I will wait for His affirmations. So beloved, my prayer for you that as we close this message and as we enter in this new year that we have, build your foundation, focus in your five purposes. And as we pray today, let me also remind you Let's have a little evaluation of our life. How are you actually in your five major purposes that God has given us through the Great Commission and the Great Commandment? How are you in your worship lately? Personal, in your daily devotion, in your meditating of Scripture day and night. How are you in your corporate worship? How about in your fellowship? Do you really have a church that you can say, this is my family, this is my family? Not only that you know that that church is your family, but that church as well know that you are part of them. 
Beloved, if you feel like you are being called by God to be part of Ictus Dumagate, please let me know. Message in our Facebook page. Message me personally or comment below. I want to belong to this church. Maybe right now you're worshiping with us from, from the past years, but you, you, you actually want that, you know, that feel that this is my family. But if I don't know that, please let me know because we want to recognize you to be part of this church of this beautiful church that God has given us for us to grow, for us to make disciples. Be part, beloved. Now, the question of maturity. Are you growing in your spiritual walk with God? Now, if you want to really understand if you're really growing or not, you need to ask these questions. Where you are now in terms of growing in the Lord? And where you are going and how you can get there? It's very, very important, beloved, to really know that spiritual pathway where you are right now so that you will never get lost. Remember, beloved, that you cannot grow just attending church every Sunday. You cannot just grow by just serving in the church every once a week or even every day. You should know the pathway where you are right now, where you are going, and how you will get there. If you don't know that, beloved, and if you want to commit to balance everything, you want to worship the Lord, you want to be part of the church, you want to grow deeper, please let us know. In all areas where you think it is missing, please let us know because we want to help you. Maybe right now you're active in your worship. Maybe right now you are really confident that, yes, I belong in this church. I'm recognized as a, as a member of this church. And maybe right now you're also saying, yes, I'm growing because I have a D group. In my own, I'm growing there. I know where I am right now, where I'm going and how to get there. I know that. But maybe right now you're asking yourself, in what area I can serve God? Beloved, please let us know if you need guidance in what area you want to serve God. Maybe you, there's something that we can do together in your own household, in your own community, or maybe in the church family. We want to empower you. We want to equip you. We want to launch you to serve God wherever God wants you to serve. And lastly, are you active in sharing the gospel, especially for the people who are who don't know Jesus yet in your circle of friends, in your circle of family? And maybe right now you are just so thankful that God saved you, but the real question is this, you go you will go to heaven, but how about your family? How about your friends? Will they go to hell? Remember beloved that in the Bible it's true. Heaven is true, real is true. It's in the Bible. And the only way to go to heaven is when a person receives and believes in Jesus Christ. And it is through Jesus He will give us that assurance of salvation, that authority and right to become a child of God. So if we don't experience and if we don't have the commitment to receive and believe Jesus, then for sure we will really go to hell. To hell. And that's the truth, beloved. No amount of prayer that someone who died can make him go up to heaven because many people are praying for him in this earth. Remember, this is an individual choice. I cannot say to you, you are saved because I believe God that God will save you. Yes, but if you remember this, salvation comes from a personal commitment, not from other people. One person even asked me before, Pastor, I am saved, I know that, but does it mean that my entire family is saved? No, until you preach to them the gospel, until you do evangelism, the last part of the five purposes, until you share the gospel, until you lead them to Jesus to become their Lord and Savior so that they will become a child of God. At that moment, you have that assurance that they will surely have the assurance to go to heaven and they are a child of God. Beloved, my prayer for you, if you are so thankful of your salvation, then preach about that. It is something just like, for example, what if one day you wake up and you have the best cure of this COVID-19? What will you? What's gonna be the first thing that you will do? Will you just keep it in your own? You know that you have the 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 the, the right kind of of medicine for this COVID to fight COVID virus. I believe that all of us, if we are in that situation, we will surely share it to other people. We will, our heart will never stop in sharing it. Why? Because we want to help other people. Beloved, remember this. Salvation, it's beyond a vaccine of a COVID. Because this vaccine of COVID, yes, it can probably you know, heal or protect you from this physical sickness. But at the end, we will all die. Without Christ, 
we'll still go to hell. But with Christ, we will go to heaven. What does it mean for us? The evangelism that we have, the gospel that we are bringing to the people who don't know Jesus is the real cure of eternal death. That sooner, if that person accept Jesus and believe in Jesus, we will all get to heaven in a great reunion with Jesus Christ. So, my question for you is this. In those five purposes, in what area you need to really focus to keep the balance in your life? My prayer, continue to grow, grow deeper in God's Word and continue to just wait, wait, and wait. Wait for God's affirmation of His vision for your life. And by next Sunday, we will be talking about what if the Lord will give that vision now, how to respond right. So stay tuned with us, beloved, because next Sunday, we will be discovering through God's Word, what if the vision is clear? What if the vision is really now, the will is really here? how to respond right. That's gonna be our topic. So stay tuned and I pray that the message today give us that great, wonderful reminder about how to respond or how to discover my God-given vision for your life and for your family. Let's bow down our head and pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for reminding us about your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessings. And Lord, thank you for the beauty of your word that remind us that these are the way how we can really be assured in discovering your will, your purpose, and even your vision for all of us. Lord, we are excited as we apply this truth. We are excited. What, what are the things that you will be revealing in our life? So speak to us, Abba Father. And Lord, we pray that this 2021, we can continue to build up our foundation in your purposes in your five major purposes and lord help us to grow deeper in your work in the word and lord if we are doing already number one and number two if the vision is not yet clear help us to really wait wait upon the lord and one of the way how to do it is to trust you with all our heart thank you for your word oh god and dismiss us with your love now this is all we ask in jesus name amen and amen